0: Welcome to Excuse My ADHD, a podcast for adults with or who think they may have ADHD. I'm your host, Jeanette, and this is my journey. Hello, and welcome to Excuse My ADHD, episode number 22, Time. I'm your host, Jeanette, and I'm navigating ADHD one distraction at a time. This is the second productivity-related episode that I am doing. The last episode, Stuck in a Moment, I started with mind mapping and brain dumping. So this episode is all about time blocking, how to do it or how not to do it. Before I start the episode, I want to tell you how funny the universe can be. Last night, maybe... 10 minutes after I finished writing out editing, editing this episode I was looking through apps on my phone and what did I find but one I hadn't seen before all the complaining about not being able to find an app that I liked and did what I needed it to do and here's one at least you know at first glance it looks like one it's called um boosted is the name of the app and no I do not have any affiliation with the app But maybe I should look into that. Hmm. Anyway, okay. So it's pretty cool so far in that I've only spent 15 minutes on it. But I plan to use it this week to help with my goals and my time blocking. So I'll let you know how it goes. And if it works out, then maybe I can do a whole episode on that one. Or maybe I'll just do, I'll hop on and maybe do like a video or something. Even though I hate videos. But anyway, in the meantime though, Let's get to the actual episode. Growing up, Pink Floyd was my favorite band, and it was the first concert I ever went to. My parents took me to the Division Bell concert for my 14th birthday. Time, Wish You Were Here, Another Brick in the Wall were some of my favorites. But writing this episode and trying to think of a song title, Time was the obvious choice. I usually try to make sure that when I pick a title, and yes, if you haven't already noticed, all of my solo episodes are song titles, but that the lyrics actually mean something that when I read it, I feel a connection to what I want to talk about. Time, in particular, this lyric. Every year is getting shorter, never seem to find the time. Plans that either come to naught are half a page of scribbled lines. Um, yes... (laughs) This is exactly why this song is the perfect title. Even in these strange COVID days, time is slipping away, and sometimes I feel even busier and shorter of time than pre-COVID. Like Just when I was getting things under the control, like, oh my god. Take time blindness, for example. You know, that pesky executive function, malfunction that tells us, oh, it'll only take you 20 minutes to get home when... In reality, it's rush hour and it's gonna take you 40. Or that task you think will take you three days takes a week, and then you have to explain to your boss why you suck at gauging how long things will take to complete. Now, at home, I sit and try to work on one thing and make plans for the day, and they just never seem to work out. Like something is always coming up and changing my plans. At the end of the day, the week, the year, I've lost time somehow. And this verse kind of relays exactly that. So you run and run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking, racing around to come up behind you again. That's absolutely how it feels. Like you're running to keep up, only realizing that you're being chased and all of these things have to get done, but it feels like there's never enough time to get all of the things done. So this is where boundaries come in and a very wise woman who I consider a friend and mentor is teaching me about many things and boundaries is one of them. I'm learning that if I'm going to get all of the things done, I need boundaries around my time. I have to know and be very set with what my priorities are, communicate what is okay and not okay, and consider how it might impact my family and really What is going to make me feel good? When I was working on mind mapping or my revised version of it, time blocking was the natural next step. So many people with and without executive function issues swear by it. I did what I normally do, spent five minutes or okay, an hour, maybe two (laughs) looking up how to time block. I looked at, you know, different websites that are supposed to make it easier I tried a few apps. I didn't like them. It was tedious and took too long to set up. Or maybe, you know, I was just being difficult and super impatient. That might be a possibility. (laughs) Either way, I went back to my bullet journal, like the commodity old lady stuck in her ways. Fine. Maybe I am a little. I did just turn 40 and COVID is making me a little cranky. But I was determined, so I scoured Pinterest for layouts and found one that seemed to be, you know, exactly what I needed. Simple to put together. I drew it all out. Then I sat there. and sat there. Think. Think. Thinking. Like Winnie the Pooh, only without the honeypot. What are my priorities? How do I set time for them? When I don't know how long they will take. Because, you know, time blindness. So I started taking stock of my days. And at this point in COVID, we've kind of settled into a sort of routine. Or the routine has settled us, I don't know. But in the morning, it's breakfast, work, lunch, more work, play with the kids, laundry dishes, get the kids ready for bed, work on my podcast sleep. (laughs) Not always in that same order. The days go by so quickly anymore, and honestly, I don't always know what day or month it is. All of the transitions of the day make concentrating on tasks for work really hard. You know, all of the starting and stopping for a snack, or he hit me, she hit me, what was that? Mommy, play with me, and this one kills me the most about COVID because I want to play with them all day. But I can't. And all of the transitions have made working from home very difficult. A lot of what I do requires me to have blocks of uninterrupted time so I can focus on what I'm doing. Otherwise, it could mean, you know, the difference between can we afford a new dance floor or can it wait so we can teach more courses It is totally not the kid's fault at all. They just want to spend time with us because they're bored. They don't have anyone to play with. They haven't played with friends in months, and it's hard. However, I still have monthly reports to get done, meetings to attend. So does my husband. And it's probably taking me at least one and a half times longer to do some of the things I have to do because I get lost. I get up. I sit back down. I don't know where I left off. Where did I save that file? Did I save that file? What did I name the file? Where are my notes? Did I even take notes? I thought I did. And then (laughs) there are all the things I've done multiple times because I can't remember if I did them or not. So I do them again, just in case. Does that sound familiar. If not, are you even sure you have ADHD? (laughs) I'm just kidding. But after a week of trying to figure out how long or like what time to what time it typically takes to do things, I kind of have an idea and I think I'm ready to, you know, give time blocking a try. So I start with the easy one, my family. I block off breakfast time, lunch, play time, and dinner bedtime. Okay, this is easy. What's next? Oh, work, right? No worries. I just say all the time during the day between breakfast and lunch and then lunch and dinners for work. And that leaves me with cleaning, laundry, yoga, podcasts, graphic design courses, learning to video edit and anything else I want to do. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) I have about two and a half hours left in my day because the other thing I blocked off is sleep. We all know how important sleep is to the ADHD brain, right? If not, you know, if I hadn't blocked that time off, I might have an episode about sleep um, in the works. Anyway, my problem is now I need to do all of the things, so how do I fit them into two and a half hours a day? And that's kind of stretching it. So this is the dilemma I'm currently having. Competing priorities. I decide that, you know, until... I can catch up on the podcast stuff. I will wait to do the others and occasionally I can get some time throughout the day to work on other things, but I never really know when. And for the most part, I was feeling pretty good. I color coded my blocks because well, colors, obviously, and you need to be able to differentiate your priorities. Day one goes pretty smooth. I was able to stick to my blocks, you know, with a few exceptions. day two happened and it rained. Kids were extra bored and picking on each other. And everything went to shit. Day three was better. Then the rest of the week went to shit after that. I couldn't keep my boundaries and the blocks didn't work. I thought, okay, I'm going to try this for a month, give it a fair shot, and if I can't figure out a way to make this work, by then, it's just not going to work. At least not for me. At least not during COVID. Um, the next week was pretty much the same. I was able to keep up with it for a couple of days and then the rest were crap. The third week I tried to take a slightly more loose version of the time blocking by instead of literally coloring in each slot, essentially cementing my plan, I outlined the blocks so I could more easily make changes. Yeah, that didn't work either. So great. Now what? This is just going to be yet another productivity tool I can't make work for me. I'd asked for help from someone and they told me I should try and mix the way I was doing my journal before with the time blocking because before it was actually kind of working and I was kind of sort of already doing a little bit of time blocking. I was just missing all the time in between what I scheduled. And they said that I should probably try and do one day at a time instead of the whole week and be more forgiving. If I can't make it work one day, you know, then maybe the next would be better. And another tip was to try using sticky notes or even a dry erase board. So deep breath. Okay, will try this again. Give it another couple weeks, see how it goes. Well, that was Friday, (laughs) so literally three days ago. So I'm going to give it another go this week and I'll update you on how successful I am or not. I'm going to try and just do one day at a time instead of the whole week. I'm going to try and adjust it to fit my life instead of trying to continuously force myself to fit into the format that is obviously not working. Don't get me wrong though. Like the theory behind it is great. And like I said, tons of people swear by it. Time blocking can give you more power over your time, more time to, you know, deep dive into working, help you stay organized and focused on what's important to you. And unfortunately for me, there's just too many variables changing day to day in my house right now. Now, when the world gets its act together and things get back to, you know, whatever her new normal will be after this, I may be able to give it a go the traditional way. Ultimately, I think the point of productivity tips or tools is not for it to be the end-all be-all. They're just tips, tools. They aren't written in stone. They're flexible, adaptable, changeable. I think that's where many of us, or at least me, get frustrated and give up. We, or I, try to follow the tips or do the tool exactly like someone else, all the while forgetting that it doesn't have to be followed to the letter. You know, I knew that already, but time after time, I forget and do the same thing over and over. I try a new tool, follow a tip, and take it at face value instead of trying to use my creativity to make it work for me instead of against me. I mean, I already do this with my bullet journal and the Pomodoro method, you know, anyway, All I'm trying to say is that just because a productivity tool doesn't work the first time, it doesn't mean you can't make adjustments to it that will make it work for you and your life. I know this is the same thing we have to do with everything. Trial and error, right? We have to trial and error, finding the right doctor, trial and error, finding the right medication or holistic way to manage symptoms. And now we have to do trial and error just to be more productive. It is so exhausting just thinking about it. It's hard. I know it is. But we keep going and we keep trying new things. Just think of it this way. If it was easy, would you try as many new things? Would you learn as much about yourself? Probably not. Putting different tools to use and trying new things to help supplement for our executive functions we lack helps us learn more about how our brain works. The trial and error helps us discover new possibilities, just like, you know, Edison and the light bulb. I mean, how many times did he fail before he actually got the light bulb as we know it? hundreds of times, but he learned something from each of those times. If it doesn't work one way, how can you make it work? Look at it like a challenge or a puzzle, you know? So that's how I'm going to approach this. I am taking the whole premise of time blocking and I'm going to tear it apart, lay the pieces out and merge it with my current scheduling, to see if I can Frankenstein my way into a solution. And if that doesn't work, I'll try something else. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Excuse My ADHD. If you like what you hear, don't forget to please subscribe, rate, and leave an awesome review. Show notes and social media links are available at www.excusemyadhd.com. Until next time.